You have just downloaded the Barbecue Central Show, which airs live every Tuesday from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The Barbecue Central Show is brought to you by the Barbecue Guru, creators of automatic pit temperature control technology. They can be found at thebbqguru.com or call them 800-288-GURU. And by the Chops Power Injector System, the 2015 Barbecue Tool of the Year at the NBBQA. Find them at barbecuekansascity.com. And by Butcher Barbecue. From injections to rubs to sauces, always trust your butcher at butcherbbq.com. And by Big Papa Smokers, your one-stop online shop for everything and anything that has to do with barbecue. Their website is bigpapasmokers.com. And by Cook Shack Pellet and Electric Grills. Visit them at pelletcooker.com or cookshack.com or call them 800-423-0698. And by Cookin' Pellets, you can buy Cookin' Pellets at cookinpellets.com. You can also visit amazon.com to purchase as well. And by Green Mountain Grills, some of the best pellet grills on the market today. You can visit them at greenmountaingrills.com. This is Jennifer Polymus from Shalote, North Carolina, and this is Barbecue Central. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. All right, good evening, and welcome to the Really Big Barbecue Central Show. This is the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling, broadcasting live and direct from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame city of Cleveland, Ohio. It is the barbecue capital of the North Coast. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Happy to have you aboard here on your Tuesday evening. Uh, Hey, you want to jump in on the show tonight? More than happy to have you. It's a phone call, 216-220-0966. You can also email the show, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. Anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening this evening. Well, if you got the newsletter, hold on. You disconnect. I did not disconnect. Well, it certainly disconnected there for me, didn't it? Weird. All right. Well, we should be back on there. Let me know. Let me know if we're back on there. Hello. Am I on now? Not late. Negatory, good buddy. Not sure what happened there. Anywho, should be on. You can see me, right? Yeah, hey, all right. Yeah, it's me. Hey. Goodbye, little everybody. All right, so uh, I don't know where you were at. However, if you want to jump in on the show tonight, 216-220-0966. 
Greg at thebbqcentralshow.com is the email address. And anything else you want to find out about the show can be found at the main, uh, the main website, thebbqcentralshow.com. And here's what's happening in case you didn't get the newsletter. I have no idea how this is going to go down. This was hatched a day or so ago when I was confirming with Meathead, who, and, and I will bring this up when we talk to him in about 13 minutes from now, when Meathead doesn't make his second Tuesday of the month appearance, and historians and fans and true centralites of the show will know that up until very recently, Meathead never missed. He was as lock and step as they come for guests. The only one more consistent. That did not just happen. Where the hell is my phone that just did that? Son of a boogity boo. Oh, wait. It's over here. Got to turn that off. That's going to annoy me. Dr. Barbecue might be the... Uh, nay, I th- I'm nay myself. I think the history of the show will dictate that and prove that Meathead has been the most tried and true recurring guest that this show has seen during its genesis. And again, up until very recently... Has he been missing? And while perhaps most of you don't have the look behind the curtain of AmazingRibs.com and all that he is up to, it's some pretty major stuff to miss for this show. I mean, I wouldn't be missing what he has on tap to make sure that I make this show. Okay? One you do for fun... One, you do to get yourself out there and, and be promoted. So once again, I don't want to talk out of school, uh, nor would I. And rule number one of the show, no names, please. Now, of course, I'll ask him about it. However, let me say this. There are staunch meathead advocates and supporters, fanaticals that are out there that when he misses... It is a guaranteed onslaught of 30 and 40 emails of, did you piss Meathead off? Where's Meathead? What did you do to him this time? What? No, Meathead? He's the only reason I listened to the show. So on and so forth. That's about how the email runs when Meathead doesn't show up. So obviously... And I would say it's 50-50 people are listening live to the show because once the newsletter comes out and they see that Meathead isn't slated in there, they immediately start firing back like angered war vets. And the other ones, and usually they're the most virile and vicious, the podcasters, because they have it all set in their mind that the second Tuesday of the month is Meathead and that conversation is going to be taking place over the course of the two interview segments in the first hour and then Wednesday or Thursday when I download the show because it's convenient for me, I'll hear Meathead. Oh, but no, he's not there. Instead, this is what you get. Uh, Hello, Meathead? Hello, Meathead? Yeah, you you, you get no Meathead. Screw Meathead.
They are really getting after. And it's always insistent that I have somehow done Meathead wrong or that I have pissed him off to where he's no longer going to do the show. It's it's never the other way around, right? It's never, <laughs> hey, Meathead could have never offended me to the point where I said, Meathead, take a hike. Hit the bricks, pal, and beat it because you are going out. Oh, do I have your attention now? Good. Anyway, Meathead is going to try and do, I guess the best way to describe it is like a remote segment. He is not in the Windy City. He is at the NBBQA festival or organization or exposition that is being held, and no offense to the crackers, but in Crackerville Central, Jacksonville, Florida. All my Florida peeps, back me up. So that's where it's being held this year. He's at some restaurant called Moxie Kitchen. I understand that there are barbecue socialites, the likes of Mike Mills and Amy Mills and so on and so forth, that might be dining in said area. I have no idea if he's going to human crawl bar his way in. And be like, hey, here's an unplanned interview while you're eating dinner. I don't know how it's going to go. I really don't. So my thought is if we can somehow muddle through one segment, we might as well call it a victory and let one segment be enough. Which leaves me in the precarious position of being open in that second segment in the second hour, but I'm, or in the first hour. But I'm sure we can fill it. But that's... What's happening the first hour? Second hour, two weeks ago, the Houston Livestock and Rodeo took place, and my guest at 1014 won it. We'll be talking him to kind of recap that event and maybe get a little bit more insight. The more I talked with Doug Scheiding about how many teams are there versus how many entries are there, it piqued my interest because one team could have multiple entries versus one team having one space, you only get one entry. So if you can hook up with a big pocket, fat pocket, deep pocket corporation or whatever, if you're a really good cook, maybe you could say, hey, buy up six, seven spots. We can win this because I can put in four or five chicken pieces and maybe a a rib piece or whatever. So we'll talk to Ryan about that. Uh, They won it, by the way. Bulldog Mountain Barbecue will be joining me at 1014. And then at 1035, everybody knows her as the Snake River Farms maven of barbecue Anella Kelso will be joining me, and we're going to be talking about the Snake River Farms Challenge that they're putting on here. They have four events, I believe, that are cinched up right now. Perhaps they're looking to add more. Who knows? We'll find out from her. Uh, We'll talk about the Double R Ranch Meats as well. And I know she was uh, at the guinea pig competition that took place three weeks ago, four weeks ago. And... They sponsored the brisket category there. From a business aspect, I would love to hear what kind of a payoff it is for them because, you know, sponsoring is basically just giving away stuff for free. But, you know, when you sponsor stuff, aside from the goodness side of your heart, there's got to be a win somewhere. So I'm anxious to see uh, where they view the win in uh, doing meat sponsorship. Uh, Not necessarily to a Sterling Ball situation, but anything. Maybe they're doing other contests. So I'm, I'm anxious to see where the win is for them. 
Aside from just being great human beings. Nothing wrong with being a great human being, right? Yeah, that's right. Love great human beings. Speaking of great human beings, Dan Uladol is a great human being. Perhaps he is also at the NBBQA looking to go back-to-back for Barbecue Tool of the Year. They won it in 2015. It's the Chops Power Injector System. Three awesome sizes to fit your injecting needs. First one up, the half-gallon Chops Power Injector System. It's the one that I have. It's designed for the competition person or the backyard warrior like me. So easy to use, right? Clean it, fill it, pump it, and go. If you have just one brisket or pork shoulder to do, you don't need to fill it all the way up. Just put in what you need. It will use it all. It comes with 14-gauge needles, two placement plastic needle adapters, three plug screws, and a needle protector. 100 bucks plus shipping anywhere. The one-gallon Chops Power Injector System. Designed for catering and bigger jobs, it will hold double the amount of the half-gallon. Some use it in competitions, like when you cook MBN whole hog, or maybe you're doing 10 shoulders to get that perfect one. It comes with 14-gauge needles, two replacement needle adapters, three plug screws, and a needle protector. 120 bucks plus shipping anywhere. The newest one is the Chops Full Power Injector System, the electric. It's electric, and it's a commercial and competition big daddy. It's not a holding tank like the other two, but a three-and-a-half-foot pickup tube that you can put in any size container. That's right, from a few ounces to a 55-gallon drum. It was designed for Chef Rob at the best barbecue restaurant in Kansas City originally, and he said time and time again that with the Chops Full Power Injector system, his briskets are better than ever. It comes with metal needle adapters, 14-gauge needles, 3-inch, 12-gauge needles, 2-inch, 11-and-a-half-gauge needles, three plug screws, and a needle protector, 325 bucks plus shipping anywhere. A number of the top pitmasters are using the Chops Power Injector system every day to make their barbecue better than the rest because we live in a foodie world now, right? Everybody's taking food shots on the Instagram, Snapchatting, food porn. You need flavor in every bite. This is how you do it and do it fast. It's not just for meat either. How about alcohol-infused watermelon or fruit or whatever? They can do that. Every injector is hand-assembled in Kansas City, Missouri. If you want extra accessories, they got them. Here's the best thing. Head on over to Barbecue Kansas City, B-A-R-B-E-Q-U-E, B-A-R-B-E-Q-U-E.com, and check out their products. Order one. You'll wonder how you ever injected without it. Trust me. It's that simple. Bottom line, you'll wonder how you ever did it with just one needle. And if you're out there in Jacksonville and Dan's out there at the MBBQA, stop by and say hi. Meathead next. Who got? Who knows what's going to happen? Stick around. Casting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show being brought to you by Green Mountain Grills, manufacturers of some of the best pellet cookers out there on the market today. If you're looking for a big cooker to house a lot of food, they got one for you. How about something medium-sized? They got you covered there, too. Something to take on tailgates? Yeah. They got you covered. Also, pellets to fire those cookers. Oofa. What haven't they thought of at Green Mountain Grills? Nothing. They even got Wi-Fi controllers. You can do the whole thing from your phone. Come on. It's awesome. 
I love my Green Mountain Grill. You could love yours, too. Visit the website, GreenMountainGrills.com. That's GreenMountainGrills.com. All right. Well, we're going to see how this goes. My next guest is typically seen here the second Tuesday of every month. He is the creator of the most heavily trafficked barbecue and grilling website, rivaling most porn sites, I would dare say. Let's go ahead and race over to the hotline and welcome back Meathead Goldwyn. Meathead, how are you, buddy? Oh, Greg, uh, how's the uh, Cleveland Cavalier oh, barbecue and all the centralites? Uh, we are doing absolutely spectacular, Meathead. I appreciate you making time here tonight. And uh, I know this is a little bit out of our, I don't want to say line of expertise, but typically <laughs> when we're doing interviews, you are... Uh, locked down in the windy city of Chicago, but we're finding you on location tonight. Yes, I'm in Jacksonville, Florida, at the National Barbecue Association. And I tell you what, Greg, we talked about uh, uh, we've got some minor technical issues here, but if you can go to the live feed, uh, they just served dinner here. We're sitting at a restaurant called the Moxie Kitchen, and I'm with the 17th Street Barbecue uh, Restaurant uh, people. Can you get a live picture of, uh, I'll show you the table. There's uh, some spectacular looking food at this restaurant. Uh, you just got to turn on your camera portion of it. I'm, I'm oh, ready to go. Well, that's pretty dumb. Yeah, well. Yeah, camera. Where's the camera? I'm ready to go. I have you. Uh, I have your cut locked in for the video people. By the way, we're talking with Meathead well, Goldwyn from Amazing Ribs. I don't here right now, so the hell with it. I got a great idea. I'm going to call you right back. Just accept the call with the video. Hit the camera sign when I call you back. Okay. All right. We're off to a rousing success. Uh, uh, head for Z Hills, people. Head for Z Hills. Where's Steve Ray when you need him? Oof a loop. Well, well, I didn't find the camera sign. I don't understand. We had it all figured out. Yeah, yeah. Well, it came up and it didn't have the camera sign. That's all right. Let's keep on slugging away. All right. So, um, Meathead, you I are at. Uh, you're at the NBBQA. Yeah, it's a really nifty organization. It's not huge. Um, most of the members are restaurateurs, caterers, competition. Um, go ahead. I, I didn't say anything. Uh, oh. Oh, I'm hearing an echo. Wow. Uh, most of them are uh, uh, in the business, but there's more and more consumers coming. And they have some really good seminars. I'm doing a seminar on the science of smoke and what's in smoke and how smoke is made and different kinds of smoke. Uh, there's a food scientist from Texas Tech doing a meat science segment. Um, Steve Raikland's going to be here, another one of your regular guests. He's doing a, uh, a, a seminar. On what? Uh, you know, it wasn't in the program. Uh, the program, or so far, it, it, I'm waiting for the final program to be handed out tomorrow, but what they published on the website didn't list his topic, um, so I don't know what he's going to be talking about. Meathead, is this uh, is this like at a convention center, like a like a truck show or a car show kind <laughs> of a, an atmosphere, or or what? Yeah, it's at the Hyatt Regency Waterfront in Jacksonville. Lovely hotel, right on the waterfront, and uh, I, I don't know. I think there's 500 to a thousand people usually show up. They rotate from city to city. It was in uh, Nashville last year, I think, and. Uh, it's been in Memphis and Austin and a bunch of other places. And uh, it kicks off tomorrow with a bus tour of some of the better local barbecue joints, which is part of my, one of my favorite parts of this uh, 
uh, event because uh, you get to see some really nice barbecue restaurants and you get it behind the scenes in the kitchen, meet with the pit master. Uh, and there's a lot of really talented professional chefs here. So it's a it's a it's a good place to pick up tricks and tips and learn. And then there's a lot of late night drinking. Is is uh, Jacksonville known for its barbecue prowess? No, I don't think so. Um, I mean, this is, you know, deep south. It's not far from the Georgia border. And, of course, Georgia's famous for barbecue. Um, and this part of Florida, you know, southern Florida is more a suburb of New York. Uh, <laughs> this, <laughs> this is more a suburb of, uh, ja- uh, 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 of Georgia, of Atlanta. Um, so there is barbecue up here, and it's kind of Georgia style. It's Gator Country, and I'm a Gator, so it's fun to be back. Uh, Meathead Goldwyn joining me here on the show, uh, live from the uh, NBBQA, specifically Moxie's Kitchen, uh, where they're uh, him and uh, some of the uh, socialites of barbecue are hanging out and eating this evening. Uh, Meathead, so well, they have an interesting menu too. Um, uh, I just had the, I, I got the appetizers, and they just served the entrees, so I'm missing my dinner. Uh, but uh, the uh, the appetizers had some really good pig's ears. Um, crispy chicken livers, a smoked oh. trout spread. Is, is it, hold on octopus. a second. You've, you've said something that has caught my attention, and I need to ask you. Crispy chicken liver. Yeah, I didn't get that either. They're, yeah. they're breaded and fried. Oh, okay. So probably tastes like just chicken. No, they taste like chicken livers, but they're crunchy, and they're kind of somewhere between calamari and chicken liver. They, they were fun. They have uh, they had a um, a really good uh, pimento cheese toast that was uh, r- really tasty. They have guanciale, which is um, an Italian cured pig jowl. Uh, that's really good. It's kind of bacony. Uh, it's a very creative menu, and it's uh, one of the better places in the Jacksonville area. And uh, uh, they they do some barbecue things here that are kind of fun. So the NBBQA is. What are they looking to accomplish every year? Just give um, like a platform to industry of barbecue or what? There are seminars on, you know, profitability, public relations, social media. So they they do cater to the professional. Um, but I, I the, the new president is Linda Orison from the Shed uh-huh. in um, in, in uh, Ocean Springs, Mississippi, and. She's a real populist, and I've been working with her and a bunch of others, and we're really going to try and get it opened up next year. I don't know where it's going to be held next year, but we're really going to try and make it uh, more attractive to consumers because there's a lot of really good people here, and if you're deep in a barbecue, um, it's a really good place to get a grad school education. So you said you've been going down there like for the last three years, I believe? Oh, no, I've been coming on and off for the last 10 years. Oh, okay. uh, I, 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 I usually go one year and miss a year. Sometimes I've gone two in a row. I've gone about five or six of them over the past decade. and um, I've just learned a lot. Uh, it's, great, it's a great place to hang out. So you're giving a, a, a dissertation, more or less, uh, <laughs> during this weekend. Is this the first time you've given a, a class or a, a talk, or have you done that before there? No, I've done several before, but this is... Um, this is uh, the first time I've had what they call a plenary session, you know, where I, everybody is in attendance. There's no other seminars going on. And it's, uh, it's a, it's a two-hour session, one hour with me on the science of smoke and uh, one hour with a uh, meat scientist from Texas Tech. 
And uh, so it's sort of, uh, you know, egghead techie stuff. But uh, I think everybody out there is getting the idea that if you understand what goes on when heat hits meat, um, you can cook better. And uh, that's kind of the idea here is to, uh, you know, help people understand more of the technical stuff. Uh, no specifics needed to be given on your end, Meathead, but is this a pay gig for you, or is this just you're being exposed to people in the industry and, and promotion is better than uh, greenbacks? No, it, I, in fact, I pay my own airfare. I pay my own hotel. I pay. I, I don't think any of the speakers are paid. Uh, um, it, it's We just come because it's, you know, we share with each other. We learn. It's fun. Um uh, I, I don't think any of the speakers have ever been paid. It's, uh, you know, it's a uh, uh, camp. <laughs> it's like going to summer camp or Me, winter camp. Uh, for you specifically, outrageous. You should be commanding absorbent <laughs> fees to speak. I, I mean, your knowledge and fees. your uh, popularity is far above. I've never charged above. speakers fees. All right. Never charged speakers fees. As long as people say nice things about the website and uh, – <laughs> Send people there. I'm happy. And now that I have my book coming out in May, uh, maybe we, we can get some folks to buy my book. So would you say that this is a event I should think about attending at some point? Or is it still yeah. not to uh, to a degree that, you know, to, for you know, because to me it's value, right? If I'm going to go down... I'm probably going to want to do a show or two or maybe make a week of how many how long is it like the three, um, three four day thing or it's what three days. Yeah, and, so, you know, I'm thinking a lot, Greg, but, you know, what you and I wanted to do tonight and failed technically be my fault, not yours. But I could see you setting up in the lobby and just having a line of I mean, they're all here. All the top barbecue chefs are here. All the top restaurants and caterers and competition teams are all here. Um, either presenting or learning. Um, so, yeah, you could probably, I know you do live broadcasts most of the time, but you could probably tape a year's worth of uh, content sitting down and interviewing these people and uh, certainly would raise the flag and get the brand out there. Yeah, it would be beneficial. Meathead Goldwyn joining me here on the show talking about NBBQA. Uh, Meathead, there's something on the horizon, and I don't even know if because you're so busy and you're getting this book done and it's going to come out, all this other stuff, there's something laying on the horizon nearly two weeks away that I'm wondering if you remember. This could be a culminating event, Meathead. Do you really, do you believe that we are two weeks away, more or less, from sucking down that magnum of 2006 oh, Silver yes. Oak Cabernet Sauvignon. March 24. Oh, my God. Can oh, you yeah, believe it? I know it? the date by heart. Barring death or dismember it, this is actually something that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, we've been threatening uh, this oh. in a long time. Seven years, uh, maybe. Yeah, it, 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 it's a special wine. Uh, we should have a good time. So... I hate to ask this, but it's my job as host. Do you think anticipation of this event actually coming off is going to overshadow anything that actually transpires live, or do you feel the wine <laughs> will really knock everything back into its place? I think it'll be a great wine. We'll have some good meal and uh, a good conversation, and who cares what, what about the rest of it? And guess what? We're, good, not gonna, we're not going to Skype it. We're not Skyping it. So no, no. just be jealous, you bastards, that me and Meathead are going to be sucking back wine. 
Uh, all right, so what's on the aside from your talk and uh, Stephen Reichlin, uh, who will probably be giving a recap perhaps next week of what he was talking about at MBBQA? Uh, aside from uh, Mama uh, Mama Shed, who are some of the other players that we might know in NBBQA trying to to further its cause and make it a little bit more visible? Gosh, um, uh, Barry Sorkin um, from uh, yeah, yeah. Chicago uh, Smoke Barbecue is going to be on a panel. Um, uh, I, I think he's going to be doing something on um, marketing. Uh, I don't know if you folks out there know Barry, but he's really fine uh, restaurateur and. I think he makes the best brisket outside of Texas and better than most in Texas. Um, and uh, Amy Mills is uh, going to be doing a presentation. Of course, her father, Mike Mills, uh, both of the 17th Street Barbecue. They're sitting a few feet away from me. And if I had my technical act together, I'd uh, get them on here. That was the original intent. But uh, my apologies to you and to your listeners. I just... Couldn't manage to do Skype video, uh, high-quality audio, so I screwed up. I apologize. But uh, there's a lot of good folks down here, yes. All right. Well, I think I have a couple quick questions, and then uh, I will let you go eat as much as it pains me to do so. Yeah, you're going to have to. I know that I was supposed to be on for an hour, but uh, I don't know if I can talk for an hour about NBBQA since it hasn't started yet. Uh, next week, I might be able to. <laughs> uh, well, is I mean, is there anything that you're looking to specifically take away from the event? You know, a big part of conferences like this and all of them is, is the the fellowship, uh, the hanging out, meeting, uh, getting to know these folks. I mean, as a writer, I got sources here. You know, they, uh, my, nobody knows how to cook a whole hog better than Mike Mills. And when I was writing, I mean, Mike has won all kinds of competitions. And so has Brad Orison. Uh, Brad's going to be here. Um, uh, Brad is one of the few people in the world who can outdrink me. Uh, and, and just to, he says that out loud. <laughs> just, just hanging out with these guys and, and yakking, um, uh, learning from them. Uh, they come from all over the country. Uh, um, I know um, uh, Ru- Ruben Gonzalez is here from um, New Mexico and. Uh, uh, Denny Mike will be here from Maine, and uh, Mike, yeah, so, yeah it's it, it you know it's just a good chance to to learn and you know ask questions and uh, and and you know make connections. Meathead Goldwyn is from AmazingRibs.com. You can of course find him at AmazingRibs.com. He's got a lot of great videos. Uh, do, are you seeing any uptick in um, St. Patrick's Day stuff? Not here yet, no. But uh, I know that we're on my website. I, you know, we've we've um, got a really good recipe for curing brisket into corned beef, and then once you've got corned beef, you can go sixteen different directions. You can do, you know, uh, corned beef and cabbage, or you can do corned beef hash. Or my favorite thing to do with corned beef is to uh, turn it into pastrami, and once you've got pastrami, you can make you know great pastrami sandwiches or do a, a pastrami Reuben, which I think is the world's greatest sandwich, period, bar none, no exceptions. And so that really gets active around this time of year on the website. A lot of people getting recipes for uh, corned beef and pastrami and uh, curing meats are weird. Uh, we, we'll talk. Well, that's a good topic for us to take up because curing meat is not like any other recipe. You're dealing with um, uh, sodium nitrate and uh, nitrate 
and uh, they have to be applied in just the right amounts. And they're, you know, a lot of barbecue cooks like to improvise and modify recipes and fiddle around. All cooks do, uh, but you've got to you've got to stick pretty close to the recipe, at least for the nitrates and the salt. And uh, it's really hard to get it across to barbecue cooks that don't screw around with this you have to make sure that the meat is covered properly that it's if it's a wet brine or wet cure that it's submerged and that you don't do it for too few days too many days there's health risks so you know but that's the whole subject of charcuterie um, and curing meats uh, all kinds of uh, issues very different but uh, pastrami which is you know essentially um, brisket smoked brisket is just phenomenal and uh, it's really worth doing and if you don't want to cure the meat yourself you can get store-bought corned beef and you, you soak it in water for a few hours overnight maybe uh, to desalinate it uh, or simmer it a little bit just to get a little of the salt out then you put the right rub on it I've got the rub recipe on my website and then you smoke it and you've got pastrami that's all there is to it um, uh, soak the corned beef rub it and smoke it and it is just fantastic well that's something that we will take place or we will take back up uh, perhaps next month or uh, you know depending on what's going to be uh, rolling down the subject road uh, but uh, sure. I'm, I'm going to turn you loose now and so you can get back to everybody else uh, pass along my well wishes to all of the stars and if they don't hey. know me uh, fuck them that's what I say uh, so. and, and, by, and by, my apologies to you and uh, the centralites for not being able to get a live video feed of uh, these folks because I was hoping to get Mike and Amy and the others to say hello to the audience, but it just didn't work out. Yeah, these things happen, Meathead. Uh, it's one thing I know. It's technical issues, uh, certainly here on this show. And I will not ca cast glass stones at people made of glass or whatever the saying <laughs> goes. So, uh, Meathead Goldwyn is at AmazingRibs.com on the Twitter at Rib underscore Guy. Check him out there as no well. No underscore, just Rib Guy. All right, or just at Rib Guy. You can get him there, too. That's fine. And uh, let him know uh, that we appreciate him showing up uh, every month, and we'll talk to you again next month, Meathead. See you, buddy. Thanks right. for having me on. There he is, Meathead Goldwyn. And that was as bad as I thought it was going to be, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Hoofa. Wow. Well, to peel back the curtain... You know what? I'm not even going to peel back the curtain. I'll do that when I get back because uh, now I have a whole segment I didn't plan on having open. Oh, who cares? Oh, segments. How silly they are. I'll tell you what's not silly. The longest-running sponsor of the show, the Barbecue Guru. Boom! Located in Warminster, Pennsylvania... Folks, if you have been looking into buying an automatic pit temperature control device for your cook, why are you going to buy it from anybody else? These are the guys that created this technology. Don't look at anybody else. Look at the innovator and the creator. Not familiar with how they work? Oh, how about this? Something that allows you to set a pit temperature and once set, keeps it running at that temperature all the way through the cook. Sound too good to be true? It's not. It's real life. You can take advantage of it today. 
Maybe you're a busy working professional like me, or perhaps you're constantly on the run with the kids doing errands, and quite frankly, you just don't have the time to set around and tend pit temperature. The Barbecue Guru allows you to throw on a pork butt or a brisket or a couple slabs of ribs, and then you're off to do whatever it is you need to get done, and the Guru maintains that pit temperature you set it at. There's currently a number of different models to choose from. You have CyberQ Wi-Fi if you want to control multiple cookers. Do you want to have multiple internal meat temperature readings? This is the one for you, especially if you want something that you can hook up to a smart device or a laptop or a netbook or something along these lines. You don't even have to go outside anymore to ramp your pit up in temperature. Maybe your meat is cooking too fast. You can ramp the pit temperature down. It also has a hold mode. So once you get to your target temperature, it brings that whole cooker down into like a Cambro temp type situation. So it's not going to overcook. It'll just keep it at that right temperature, keeping out of the danger zone, but not continuing to cook past your target temperature. It's great. If you're in the market for a new cooker, Onyx Oven is certainly a thing you want to look at as well. Accommodates half and full pans for meat service. Works seamlessly with any barbecue guru pit temperature control device. Do yourself a favor. Head on over to thebbqguru.com and check out their products. If you have any questions about what to order, don't guess Call them directly, 800-288-GURU. That's 800-288-GURU. They'll make sure you're outfitted with exactly what you need to get you up and running right out of the box. Once again, 800-288-GURU or the website, thebbqguru.com. Barbecue Guru continues to be a breakthrough in barbecue technology. And oh, by the way, don't forget that they have lowered the prices on everything, on every pit temperature control device they have. Lowered. Like, not for a limited time only, just forever. Change the whole marketing strategy. I'll refresh you on that in the uh, top of the second hour. Uh, We're going to come back with a segment now. Yeah, okay. Smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rempe. Hey, welcome back. This portion of the show is being brought to you by CookinPellets.com, your number one source for quality wood pellets for all of your meat. Oh, for all of your pellet-driven cookers. It's not going to void the warranty, so just relax. You can buy directly from the website cookingpellets.com, or you can also go to amazon.com and purchase as well. Whatever you want to do. If you download the cookingpellets.com app, they will alert you when Amazon is doing like their famous shipping for like almost no money blood or maybe free shipping if you order so much or whatever but cookingpellets.com you can download the app onto a phone uh, whatever your platform is and then you will be alerted to that special amazon.com pricing and I actually hope to have uh, Chris Becker on here sooner than later to kind of go up and uh, go over the updates and see what's happening over at cookingpellets.com all right here's meathead Now, in lieu of Meathead, I have a game. Now, 
If you want to call in right now, you can take part in a game. And it's called... um, I'll make a game up. It's going to be a great game. I'm going to give you a word inspired by me listening to Howard Stern this morning. I'll give you a word. And uh, you have to tell me what it means. Now, if you answer that question correctly, I will give you one each of new Dave Bosca's Butcher Barbecue products. How about that? Of course, at the top of the second hour, we're still doing the uh, 14 to 16 pound Snake River Farms brisket giveaway. Woof. That's $160. We'll be doing kind of seventh grader say it. Let me see. Seventh grade vocabulary words. So if you think that you have a rather vast and sweeping command of the English language, call in. You have to answer three right. And, uh, oh, is it? Oh, no. I'm hoping it would give me the uh, the answers. Well, whatever. So uh, just call in 216-220-0966 if you can answer three. If you can tell me what three words mean. Actually, hold on a second. I may be able to switch this game up on the fly. One. Oh, come out. One, two, three, four, five. One, two. All right. Uh, if you can tell me, if you can get one of two words right, can a seventh grader say it? You win one each new rub from Dave Bosco Butcher Barbecue. It's that easy. 216-220-0966. Call in. And all you have to do is get one of two right. So if you get the first one right, you win. That's four new rubs, man. Dave, help me out. Cherry rub, chipotle rub, uh, Dave's Master's Blend. I think I just rebranded it, Dave's Master's Blend. Private Blend, I believe it is. And cherry rub, right? Did I already say cherry? Let's count together. Cherry rub, pecan rub, master's blend rub, and chipotle. I believe that is correct. So if you've wanted to try those out and you've thought about winning some of those for free, now's your chance. You can... Try your hand. Can a seventh grader say it? I won't ask you to define words like I was going to, although that's going to be a great game, man. I heard that on Howard Stern today, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. Perfect game for the big prizes. Because I don't want you to just call in and get like a free 160-pound brisket or $50 worth of free rub. Yeah, savory, savory, pacon. Wild Cherry Butcher's Private Blend, a.k.a. Master's Blend. 
and smoked chipotle. Delicious. Yours for free. So 216-220-0966 if you want to call in during this segment and try and win these rubs. Private and cherry, a good combo. I'll leave it at that. I will leave it at that. Uh, There was something else I was going to get to. Ah, there we go. Let me pull my soundboard down. Uh, Don't forget, coming up on the second hour, Ryan Wade from Bulldog Mountain Barbecue will be talking about the Houston Livestock and Rodeo Cook-Off. Also, Anella Kelso will be rounding out the show around 1035 and talk about Snake River Farms Challenge. There's four events on the docket right now for them. Uh, Also, Double R Ranch Meats. So if you're not familiar, I think after we covered Double R Ranch Meats, depending on if we have the time, that should be a complete cover of Snake River Farms products. I would love to tell you late breaking news, but I can't. I know. It's the worst thing to do, but. I'm hoping by the end of this week, I will have some news to unveil next Tuesday. That is pretty nice, potentially. That if you watch a certain thing, you might, you know, you might see somebody you know without getting too specific. So we'll we'll check it out on that. Oh, by the way, I mentioned mentioned this. Uh, I've become fat ever since. Uh, like, was it two weeks ago or three weeks ago? We had Jim Berg on from Killer Bees Barbecue. And like a week after he was getting ready to hit the competition trail and try out his first barbecue contest since the whole health debacle transpired. And that was this past weekend. And he competed. And I think they did fairly well from what I was seeing. And man, I don't know if he overdid it or not, but that son of a gun right back in the hospital. Oh. So, good thoughts to Jim Berg. I know he's probably been released at this point, but man, he is a uh, he's a fighter. That guy. All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines and uh, see who we have. Uh, name and where you're calling from. Hi. Uh, hello. My name is Dan, and I'm from Wachula. Danny. Hey, Dan. How are you, buddy? I'm doing okay. I'm really excited. I was, I was, I was listening to the show. I was watching it at the same time, and and I and I saw that I have a chance to win some rubs and things. Yeah. Do you want to? Uh, are you in the mood to win some rubs, Dan? I, I will. I I, I, <laughs> I love the rubs. Yeah. Sure. All right, Dan. Uh, let's go ahead and play. Can a seventh grader say it? Little introduction here. So, it's very easy, Dan. Uh, You can win rub, four rubs, by the way, from Butcher Barbecue. If you answer one out of two correct, 
Can a seventh grader say it? Which, I will give you a word, and then you're going to have to tell me if a seventh grader can say it. It's just that easy, Dan. You know how to play it. Let's just do it. Oh, all right. Well, pardon me. We fade this out, and uh, we'll just get right to it. Apologies. Dan's running the show, everybody. All right, Dan. You know how the uh, game is played, obviously. I do. Here's your first word. Mm-hmm. Escape. Do you believe that a seventh grader can look at the word and properly say escape? Not to yeah. uh, not to influence you, Dan, but I know a lot of people that say escape, and it drives me up the wall. Oh, not, not okay. So that was like a hint. Okay, no, I think she, I, I think the seventh grader can do it. All right, so you are going to say yes, so we'll uh, go ahead and lock you in for yes. Well, all right, we here we go. This, if we you can, we could we can do it right away or we can help you kill some time on your show. <laughs> Whatever. What? <laughs> all right, Dan, you're lucky I didn't hang up on you right there, but I need to get a see if you're a winner. Of course, that's debatable too, but nevertheless, we go to the 7th grader, show me escape. Escape. Hey! There's Dan. Hey! Hey! Wow. Just like that, you are a winner. Wow, Dan. That's spectacular. This is great. I don't think I've ever won anything on the show before. Just on the show, Dan? Be honest. Uh, no. I just, no. Okay. But I, I love a wiener. I, I, it's always great to be a wiener day. Yeah. All right. So here's what you do. First of all, uh, we thank Dave Basket for Butcher Barbecue for uh, donating the rubs. And that's first and foremost. And then uh, send me your shipping info, and we'll get those uh, four rubs out to you. Uh, courtesy. And those rubs are coming courtesy of uh, Dave Basket Butcher Barbecue Day. I'm so excited. Do, so do I hang on, and you're going to have your producer talk to me about my information? Dan, I don't have a producer, Dan. It's just me. So, if you can send me, the producer, an email, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com, then I will uh, make sure that uh, the rubs come right to your hand. Okay, so, okay. So, can I play again? Uh, Yes, you can play again. Here we go. I can't believe we got it, but we can do it. Here we go. Do you know how the game's played? Um, what are the rules? So I'm going to give you a word, and then you tell me if the seventh grader is going to say it correctly or not. Okay. Okay. It's just kind of like the last game. Go ahead. That's right. Uh, Dan, how about this? Uh, almost like that uh, let's make a deal. How about How about this? Double or nothing. What do you think? Double or nothing? Sure. All right. Double or nothing it is. For eight bottles of rub or or none, depending on how you answer this question. Okay. You think a seventh grader can say hierarchy. Remember... She's reading the word and having to say it correctly. Hierarchy. Let me see if I have this right. Yes. 
I won. I won the first ones, and now I'm betting those. And if I get this wrong, I don't get those. Correct. And Dump. I get sent home. Yes, unless you're already home, then you're there. You can just hang up. Hmm. Okay, let's try it. Right. Yep. Hierarchy. For eight bottles of rub or nothing, can a seventh grader say, read correctly first and then say correctly, hierarchy? I would say yes. All right. We'll lock you in for a yes. Wow. It's very exciting, Dan. Are you bursting? I'm, 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 in a, I'm sweating. Give me hierarchy. Uh oh. Oh no! Sorry, Dan. We suck again. You uh, you risked it all for nothing in the end. Well, what do you think about that? Well, I I I I feel very disappointed, but I feel very happy to have been part of the process, and. And I hope that everyone who's listening to your show tonight doesn't feel too bad about Donald Trump and, and, and Hillary Clinton and, and that other old guy. Thank you, Dan. Thank you for calling. Goodbye, Greg. <laughs> oh, my Lord. He was right there. Dan, Dan, Dave was going to have to bone out eight bottles of rub, but he didn't. I think in the end, Dave just made out. Dan sounds like he wanted to make out. Nevertheless. All right, folks, if you are like me, you're always thinking of ways to step up the barbecue and grilling game. No better or easier way to do that than by adding a little Butcher Barbecue to your arsenal. That's right, ButcherBBQ.com. Uh, we all know that Butcher is well known for the injections. Pork, beef, prime, the bird boosters, the pork injection. Oh, come on. That's so good. Your meat will be ready and willing to get these injections and marinades. For instance, uh, the Prime Injection, they've combined everything you love with their beef injection using its award-winning flavor enhancer and its ability to keep its brisket juicy and moist. They have combined it with what has become the competition standard in beef flavor. This also is available for sale right now at ButcherBBQ.com. Of course, the grilling oils... And let me say this, uh, I fielded some questions about, you know, hey, do you you really leave it out? Do you have to refrigerate it? No, you don't. Henceforth, the fact that I am going through grilling oil like crazy right now, because it sits right out there on my stove. I remember it, I see it, I use it, I use it on everything. And you don't have to worry about refrigerating. Get it out of your mind, banish the thought. Try it on everything. You're going to love it. Plus, it comes in three different flavors. Steakhouse, butter, and Chipotle as well. Uh, Last but not least, the new rubs, the pecan, 
the uh, private blend, the chipotle, and the cherry. Also, the sweet barbecue sauce. I can only imagine, and I'm going to try it here sooner than later. Butcher sweet barbecue sauce and the cherry rub. I got to imagine that's going to be one of the best flavor combinations running around my mouth in recent memory. So here's what you do. You don't wait any more seconds, and you head on over to butcherbbq.com, and you stock up. You buy a lot because you're going to love a lot of it, and you're going to want... Don't get buyer's remorse at Butcher Barbecue. Just like buying a cooker, don't get buyer's remorse at Butcher Barbecue. Don't under-order because you're going to want a lot of stuff. ButcherBBQ.com. That's ButcherBBQ.com. Helping the tax brackets all over the U.S. via Home Depot. All right, uh, we're back right after this to wrap up a abysmal first hour. Stick around. We'll be right back. <laughs> Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue. It's the Barbecue Central Show. All right, welcome back to one six two two zero zero nine six six. Greg at the BBQ Central Show dot com. Your email address. Did you see fit to write into the show? Oh boy! All right. Just got word from uh, the youngest teacher. Uh oh! Disciplinary action. Uh, Lest anybody think, because, as some people have noted, uh, Dan has called in before for can a fifth grader or can a seventh grader say it. True. That was not a repeat. Because you thought the first call was so good, you might have thought that the second one, this one, was a repeat. That was not a repeat. That was for real. That was even more classic than the last call. And as he says, humble apologies to everybody for having to put up with our uh, current electables for the presidency of the United States. Or as I call it, an express train to hell for everybody. Hop aboard, everybody! He was on a... He was on an eight-bottle precipice. One of the biggest rub wins and takes on this show in its history, ever. He was. And then finally, this is my middle daughter, right? So she, I don't think, has gotten or has mispronounced one word incorrectly yet. Now we still have uh, five other words to get through. Let me count. One, two, three, four, four. Yeah. So we have five other words to get through for the $160 brisket that'll be uh, getting ready to go off here after we tighten up the first hour. 
Again, that's a 14 to 16 pound Snake River Farms brisket. If you play, can a fifth grader say it? And this time we're going three out of five. It's a huge prize. No. No question. That question was not a repeat. No, no. I am on top of my game. Kinger, come on, dude. You know me. I don't get YouTube money like you do, but I do not repeat. That seventh grader is good. So, you have... We have five words lined up that the seventh grader has spoken to me. And we will see shortly if she continues her run where the strategy is for the players. It's a huge prize. $160 plus the shipping that's free. And it goes uh, anywhere in the continental United States. If you're Canadian and you're able to bootleg it through something, in the Americas, you're welcome to call in as well. You can do it. Not shipping to Canada otherwise, I don't believe. No offense to the Canadas. All of them. No offense. Alberta, Calgary, British Columbia, Ottawa, French Canadia. I was talking to French Canadians the other day. Wow. That is something else. All right, uh, we will be right back to get the second hour started. Ryan Wade, Anella Kelso coming up, but first, your chance to win a $160 brisket. Stick around. Hi, I'm Johnny Dam, host of the Damage Report radio show. When I'm not falling in love with the First Amendment all over again, I like to sit back, relax, and rub my meat to the Barbecue Central show. And now your host, Greg Rempe. Go, Greg. Yeah, rub that meat. Happy to have you aboard here for the really big barbecue show. Boing. We cook because we have to, and we grill because we want to. Hit me! Fine, how you doing? <laughs> you have a great show, I'm a big fan. Boing. So what, what, what seems to be the problem here? This man looks like he's dead, and he's in the, in the crackle. Charbono! It's all about the Charbono, dude! Succulent fish, What? I'm shaking like a dog shit peach seeds. <laughs> we have top men working on it right now. Top men. Welcome back. We are into the second hour. And this is the Barbecue Central Show. Keeps calling me. 708. Come on. All right. 
second hour is in. I'm happy to have you aboard. This is the show that talks about all things important in the world of barbecue and grilling. Uh, if you want your chance to win a $160 Snake River Farms brisket, call in now. We will get ready and play the game. Can a seventh grader say it? Here we go. Joining me from uh, Music City, California, it's uh, can a seventh grader say it? Hey, all right. Welcome in. I'm your host, Greg Rempe, and this is how we play the game. I am going to go to the phone. We do have a caller up on the line, so just hang there. And here's how we play. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to give you words that a seventh grader has read on paper. Now, they have to do something very difficult. They have to read the word in their head and then be able to properly pronounce it out loud. And if you can give me, yes, they can say it, or no, they won't say it correctly, Three out of five times, you will win a Snake River Farms brisket. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. All right, let's go ahead and race to the hotline and uh, snatch up our caller and learn a little bit more about that person. Uh, Caller, please go ahead, introduce yourself, and tell us a little bit about you. If you can hear me, you're on the air. Hello? Hello. Greg? Yes. Patrick. Hello, sir. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes. Who is this? This is Patrick Pachet. All right. Patrick, you know, we're trying to run a game show here. This is where I tell me a little bit about yourself, you know, all this. Come on. What are we doing? Oh, so this is Patrick. We're, 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 we're past that. All right, let's go. We got to play the game. This is, ready. this is very exciting. Do you know how to play? I do. All right. You know you have to answer three of five questions right to win a $160 brisket from Snake River Farms at snakeriverfarms.com. Right? I do. All right. Are you ready to play? I am ready. Here we go. The first word, Patrick, is crisps. Can a seventh grader read and then properly pronounce the word crisps? Seems easy. I know. I'm going to say yes. You're going to say yes. All right. We'll lock you in with a yes. Yes, please. So now we go to the seventh grader and say, show me crisps. Crisps. All right. You didn't fall for it. Very good. Patrick Paquette, one for one, and ready to go to the next one. So far, so good, Patrick, right? Absolutely. Right. Word number two. Exclamation. Can a seventh grader read and then properly pronounce exclamation? You know, she's a very smart girl, this one. Um, I'm going to say yes. All right, we'll go with the yes again. 
I think you have a strategy working here that you hope doesn't fail you, which I would probably do something similarly. All right, seventh graders, show me exclamation. Exclamation. Oh, boy, look at this guy. Patrick Paquette, two for two. I am thoroughly excited. And one away from winning. Winning. The $160 Snake River Farms brisket given to us by Anella Kelso and the good folks over at Snake River Farms, snakeriverfarms.com. And this is where we turn the screws. Can a seventh grader say miscellaneous? Now, we know they can say it, but can they read it properly and say it as they're reading it? I'm, I, Greg, I got to go with the good genes and say the word yes. Right. Oh, boy. We're going to go to the seventh grader. For all the marbles, playing the idea that she just really hasn't ever said a word right, uh, I'm sorry, a word wrong, show me miscellaneous. Miscellaneous. Oh, my Lord. Look at this guy. Patrick Paquette has done it, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. He has done it. Look at this guy. Unbelievable. Well, if you've wanted to win brisket, folks, you've come to the right place. Patrick Paquette has done it. $160 Snake River Farms brisket is yours, my friend. It will get shipped right to your door. All you need to do is send me your shipping information. And uh, we will get the ball rolling. Anella Kelso will get that out to you, uh, tracking numbers and all. And uh, we thank the folks at snakeriverfarms.com for their generous donations. Right, Patrick? Absolutely, Greg. It's the best meat in this, in this country that I can buy. And thank you and Anella and all of our Central Lake friends. All right. Well, thanks for calling in tonight, Patrick. Have a great night. He ejected just like the guy was so excited. He's like, I'm out of here, ladies and gentlemen. I get it. Look at that guy. I mean, it's not every day that you can listen to a, uh, well, it's not every day you can listen to an internet radio show. Or let's just call it an internet show. A radio show gives it such kind of cheapness. It's not every day you can twirl across an internet show and get the opportunity to win a $160 brisket. Wow. All right. Uh, do what? No, I don't have any time. I was going to say we could do a quick uh, barbecue, uh, another quick barbecue rub thing, but I'm I, uh, certainly out of time. So let me save the rack, if you will. And we will uh, load it up for Ryan Wade. From Bulldog Mountain Barbecue. Learned a little bit about Texas barbecue, about his background, all that fun stuff. Uh, once again, thanks to Patrick Paquette and congratulations to him for winning the brisket. And thanks again to Snake River Farms, snakeriverfarms.com for donating that brisket. 14 to 16 pounds. So that, uh, Patrick, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is 
going to be a one that you would use in a competition, I would imagine, right? Or perhaps this could be a practice. Whoever gets a practice Wagyu brisket to practice on, right? So maybe you can switch it up. Maybe you can use a practice. Always something you want to learn something on or you know, have the true product to learn on. Hey, free. You can do whatever you want. You can grind it up, make hamburger with it. Show me what you're going to do with it, though. So anyway, send me your shipping info, greg at thebbqcentralshow.com. I will get that down to Anella and the good folks over at Snake River Farms, and uh, you will have that in your hot little hands sooner than later. And, of course, she will be giving you all of the the shipping details. At this point, uh, I'm out of it, all right? I'm out. Get that big stuff out of here. See, See those side lights light up my arm? That was kooky. All right. Let me tell you about Big Papa Smokers, folks. Uh, the one-stop online shop for anyone interested in barbecue. The number one dealer of Mac Pellet Grills in the world. Big Papa Smokers features a wide selection of American-made grills and smokers, such as the Old Hickory Ace BP, Gateway Drum Smoker, even a drum kit that gives you everything you need to make a world-class smoker out of a 55-gallon drum. Big Papa Smokers has also made a name for itself in recent years by crafting an award-winning line of championship rubs. From flavors like Sweet Money to Happy Ending, their rubs have had a hand in winning almost every major barbecue competition. Don't think that BPS can be pigeonholed in competitive barbecue either. BPS rubs have become so well-known that they've been picked up by a nationwide restaurant chain, BJ's Restaurant Brew House. With four of the nine rubs featured on their permanent menu and amid glowing reviews, BPS rubs are a proven and great addition to anyone's pantry. Big Papa's also banded together with fellow California-based rub company Simply Marvelous Barbecue to form what has now become known as the West Coast Offense. Defying conventional wisdom, these two California-based rub makers have cornered the market on competitive barbecue and begun to redefine the flavor profile that competitive cooks from across the country have begun to aim for. Big Papa's website features an online meat locker with top-quality meats such as Snake River Farms, shipped right to your door from the American Kobe Beef the Kurabuda pork, the Double R Ranch meats, Big Papa's Meat Locker has something for every type of barbecue aficionado. And committed to bringing you the best barbecue flavors on the market. Who knows what kind of great products are going to be rolling out in that regard this year. Big Papa's also created a unique brand ambassador program called the BPS Elite Team. It features 15 of the best competition cooks in the country working together to promote camaraderie, competition barbecue, and to benefit children's charities across the U.S. Keep in mind... The Big Papa Smokers has been able to do all of this with only five years of being in the business, turning competition barbecue on its head, providing customers with the very best barbecue products, become a staple of a nationwide restaurant chain, and benefiting children's charities across the U.S. It continues to be just the beginning for Big Papa Smokers. The website, BigPapaSmokers.com. That's BigPapaSmokers.com. All right, uh, we're coming back with the winner of the Houston Livestock and Rodeo right after this. Your phone calls, your emails as well, 216-220-0966. Greg at the BBQCentralShow.com. We're back right after this. You're listening and watching the Barbecue Central Show right here on the Barbecue Central Networks.
Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network Studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rampey. All right, welcome back. 216-220-0966, Greg at TheBBQCentralShow.com. A few weeks ago, one of the biggest barbecue competitions in the course of a year went down. And joining me now uh, is the guy that took grand champion, pitmaster of Bulldog Mountain Barbecue, Ryan Wade, joining me here on the show. Ryan, how are you, buddy? How are you? I'm doing absolutely fabulous, Ryan. Appreciate you joining me this evening and uh, looking forward to doing a little recap of the Houston Livestock and Rodeo win, uh, I guess, before we get into that. Uh, Maybe a little background on yourself uh, personally, professionally, and, and then we can talk about the competition barbecue stuff. No problem. Uh, so, like, what uh, what are you up to uh, professionally? What are you, what are you into? Uh, Bulldog Mountain's been cooking for 31 years. I've been cooking with uh, Mike Wells for 15 years. Um, pretty much stay here in the Houston surrounding areas. Make a trip every once in a while to a distant cook-off, but try to stay in our home turf. Uh, are you somebody that does competitive cooking for a living, or are you like most of us that have like a day job and then uh, competition barbecue is just kind of a uh, you know something you like no. to do? We we've all got day jobs, and it's uh, take a Friday off here or there, take a whole week off for the Houston rodeo, but um, we just try to pick ones that are close enough for us to leave out on Friday afternoon and be back home in our own beds by Sunday. So. How are you actually introduced to competition barbecue? I mean, to now that you're in it and you have friends that are in it, you know, it seems like everybody should know about it. But, you know, I imagine when you got started, it probably wasn't as popular and as prevalent uh, as you see it on TV and a number of other outlets. Now, who's somebody that kind of pulled you into this whole thing? How'd you find out about it? Uh, well, growing up, my my father took us around to cook off, just to go visit his friends that were cooking and uh, he was being entertained by his clients, and then uh, as I went through college and came through college, I started cooking with my father-in-law, and it just stayed from there. Try to do seven to ten a year, and it just kind of grows on you. Uh, Ryan, are, like, are you outside in a in a windstorm or something? Yeah, there's a storm that just blew through Houston, and I had to step outside the building. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds uh, sound, you're you're safe though, right? Yeah, we're we're safe. It, it was lightning earlier. It's not lightning anymore. Good. Well, I'm glad the show could bring the good weather karma uh, down to you there in Houston. Um, so, <laughs> talk to me a little bit about the Houston Livestock and Rodeo event. You know, just kind of from a high level thing. We'll we'll drill down a little bit more into the barbecue here in a minute. But you know, what's the whole event like? You said you took the whole week off for it. So, what are other things are you doing? Uh, you just broke up. I couldn't couldn't hear your question. Yeah, I, I was just saying, like from a high level sense, uh, tell me a little bit about the Houston, Houston livestock and rodeo. You said you take the whole week off. So, what are you doing during the course of the week, just besides the barbecue well, it's, competition? Uh, the the Houston rodeo is a it's a big party, is what it is. But there's 424 teams out here, and all that gives you a piece of concrete. So you've got to set up tents. You got to set up a front booth. Uh, we have to have higher private security. Um, 
pretty much have to serve your invited guests. It's not open to the public per se to come into each and every tent, each and every tent to invite only. But uh, it just it takes that long to prep, get all the pits, the motor home, the serving tables, our bar, DJ booth. It's, uh, it's three days of entertaining customers, clients, friends. And uh, really two full days of competition. Is the entertaining, or are most of the people in there like companies from around Houston, or are they strictly like food-related type things, or, or what? No, it's, uh, they're donors, sponsors. They're, uh, they're entertaining their clients. We're, my company, I use it to entertain some of my customers and clients. And, yeah, you, know, you give out some wristbands, you give out some, uh, invite them in to come taste your barbecue. And, you know, we hire a DJ and have a dance floor. And it's used it for entertainment purposes. And this is going on in your booth or your tent or whatever, and then it's going on. Similar things are going on all the way through the the whole property area. Yes, sir. The whole wow. parking lot of NRG Stadium. So, I mean, is it easy to spill from one party to the next, or they have that pretty locked down? Everything is gated off, fenced off, tarped off. Wow. Uh, private security at the entrance to every gate and the exit to every gate. Um, you've either you got to be on somebody's guest list or be invited to be in somebody's tent to be inside one. So is it a bigger deal to be at the party for Houston Livestock and Rodeo, or is it a bigger deal to be there for the barbecue? There are teams that will tell you both. We're there for the barbecue. <laughs> so, well, we have we have three three spots. It's all really one big tent. But our, our back spot is our cooking spot. And uh, what we tell everybody is that the front two spots, if you want to go party and have a good time, we're up there, and we're back here barbecuing. One of the unique things that I kind of picked up, and, and I've interviewed the winner of the Houston Livestock and Rodeo here over the last three or four years on this show, but the first, this is the first time uh, when I was talking to Doug Scheiding from Row Cookers uh, last week about it. He said, well, to get an entry, you need, I forget what he said, like a 40 by 40 space. So that one area gets you one entry, and you got to choose between chicken and brisket and ribs. But if, depending on what kind of pockets you got or what kind of sponsorship you have behind you, maybe you can get uh, three or four or five or six spots worth, which gets you six spots. So you don't, for as many teams as you have, you might have, you know, your team has three entries and my little team has one entry and somebody else bigger than us might have eight entries. That's the kind of situation that it is, right? Well, they, they cap it off. Teams can only have four entries. They can only have they can have more than four spots. They can only enter four times. We've had our three spots for twenty plus years. Um, Houston's not a cookoff that you could just come buy into. There's a waiting list. There's a really doesn't matter how much money you have. It's just where you're at in the waiting list. But we have our three spots and and won't give up any of our spots. And we honestly don't want another spot. We're content with having three spots. <laughs> Is it? But it's, uh, is that something it's, it's that can be to the size of to the size of the parking lot? So they really can't expand unless they were to move into another parking lot of NRG. Is and it? Just, are, are the is spot availability like even bequeathed from people that pass away down to their their uh, yeah, survivors? Each, each spot, yeah, each spot has a, a owner. So being the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo, everything goes 
through legal department through but each team has to have an owner so the owner is responsible for paying the yearly entry paying the insurance you know pre-ordering all the everything you have to order through the rodeo but there's a there's an owner of the team and how that trickles down if he was to pass away i'm not sure so give me an idea for for three spots like what kind of operating expense is it just to make sure that you can show up every year uh, I would roughly tell somebody it costs about ten thousand dollars per space. Per space? Mm-hmm. Wow! So you're in like thirty G's before the party gets started. That's I'd say that's a good number. Oofa! <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> I can only imagine the party that you're throwing. So I mean that's uh, I mean that's a pretty expensive weekend if you're just looking at it from a dollars and cents standpoint, right? Yeah, and you can you can come in and you can cook. If you had a spot and were not to entertain anybody, not to buy any any beer, not to buy any liquor, not hire a DJ, not any of that, you could do it. You couldn't do it as, as inexpensive. You could do just a regular cook-off in a hayfield somewhere, but you could get away with, with doing it fairly inexpensively. So what year of Houston Livestock Barbecue Cook-Off is this for you personally? Uh, this was my... 15th year wow as right. a cook i've been coming i've been coming for 25 plus years so you're either as a guest or a friend or invited to somebody's tent so you're a well-seasoned cook at this event uh, is there anything from all the other competitions that you do during the course of the year how does this one differ from all the other ones that you're doing or does it uh, it's just it's a it's a logistical challenge cooking wise it's the same thing as any other cook-off you do. It's a, We do the same thing, cook the same way. We don't change the thing we do for Houston, other than the fact that it's magnified by a thousand. You know, you still have turn-in times. You still have, uh, they tag meat for this cook-off. We have to have a meat tag. We have a contested supervisor that comes through all weekend long, and he's, he's responsible for our team. So he's always checking on us. He's always, you know, making sure we're doing okay. Competition-wise, it it is spot on, the same as any other cook-off. Ryan Wade joining me here on the show, Pitmaster Bulldog Mountain Barbecue, uh, winner of the Houston Livestock and Rodeo, uh, 2016. Here a couple weeks ago. So, do you guys make a decision every year that you're going to cook the same meats? Do you always vary it up? Um, I know when I was talking with Doug, he said that statistically speaking, chicken is probably the best one. Uh, odds-wise to actually get over the hump and win because a lot of people turn in brisket, a lot of people turn in ribs. Uh, I mean, you have the option of turning in three chickens, I guess, which would give you even a a bigger potential advantage on that side. But how do you guys attack the categories? Our our thought process is if you're cooking two of the same meats, you're competing against yourself. So we have three spots. We turn in all three meats. We turn in one chicken, one rib, and one one brisket. Uh, That's just how we've done it, how we'll always do it. But uh, this year, for example, I believe you had 194 teams turned in brisket. You had 100. And, no, I'm sorry, 194 teams turned in ribs. 140 something teams turned in brisket, and I think 86 teams turned in chicken. So I mean, each, I understand. Each each meat is scored individually on a hundred point scale, and you know. And the preliminaries are compared to each other, chicken versus chicken, rib versus rib, brisket versus brisket. And the final table, the top 24, broke down the same way. 
Do you guys uh, final in uh, all the meets? First year, we believe we're the first team that's ever put three teams on the finals. We, we finaled in brisket, ribs, and chicken this year. So uh, a good shot at uh, potentially winning, depending on how everything else shook out and scored out. What kind of uh, what kind of cookers do you guys use for a competition? What kind of barbecue pit? That's right. We cook on a David Close. Oh, a close cooker. Wow, I haven't heard that name in a while. Have you guys yeah, uh, we, been using that we, right along, or you, you graduate into that pit, or what? Uh, Mike Wells won a cook-off here in Houston 30-plus years ago. Turned around that next week, went and bought a David Close pit, and we've cooked on a close pit ever since. Wow. We had, I, had, I personally had one made here about eight years ago with a teammate, Brad Gradley. So, in regards to the meat prep, uh, you do one of each, as you said. Uh, do you guys do uh, half chickens, or do you get a little cutesy with it? What's your What's your preference? In Texas, you turn in a half a bird. Do you have? We don't do We don't do thighs. We don't do wings. We don't do drumsticks. We in Texas we cook a bird. We turn in half a bird. I guess in general, and I'm sure it varies from chicken to ribs to brisket, but how do you find the uh, the flavor profile down there? Or where do you feel the flavor profile needs to be in order to, to score well? You've got to have that you've got to have that one pipe, that one that one pop, get that judge's attention. You know, I've I I think you've gotta have a little bit of salt pepper, you gotta have a little bit of sweet in there and get that judge's attention. Is this the first time you guys have uh, come out grand champion on this one? Yes. We were reserve champion in 1999, and we've been on the we've been in the top 24 12 of the last 14 years. So when you're announced as uh, overall champ, having been so close, you know, a number of years back and, and being kind of in contention there right along, uh, what's it like to finally get over the hump and bust through? We just plugged out. We haven't changed our recipes in 15 years. We do what we do. We spent a lot of time perfecting it, a lot of time at home cooking it. And uh, spent a lot of time loving our meat. This year, just, it was our turn. And you'll be back uh, next year to defend it, I'm sure. I will be back. <laughs> we'll be at Champions Corner next year. There you go. Uh, we're talking with Ryan Wade, Bulldog Mountain Barbecue, uh, winner of the 2016 Houston Livestock and Rodeo Barbecue Cookoff. Uh, Ryan, really appreciate the recap, man. Thanks so much for coming on. Hey, hello. Thanks for coming on tonight, Ryan. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. Yep, yeah, you got it. Hello? Hello? Ay, Dios mío. Well, folks, it's just one of those days, everybody. Get that big stuff out of here. Hey. Hello? Greg, this is your mother. Look here. Uh, I don't. Is he, is that, I'm listening 
uh, here with your father. Who's who's on the phone? It's Greg. Who? It's Greg, your son. He does the show, that silly show from the basement. This is what he's doing at Tuesday nights. You wonder, you know, he's doing it. Oh yeah, yeah, the show. Yeah. Anyway, is he sitting in the in a wind tunnel? Is he is he calling in from behind a jet plane, son? Uh, what is? Maybe you should give people rules when they call the show and say no sitting behind airplane jet engines or no calling from wind tunnels or the rotor from the amusement park that makes you stick to the wall. Is that what he sounds like? You couldn't understand him, could you? What? I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to Greg. Who? Yes, just go over into your chair and sit down. Okay. Anyway, honey, write these people directions and tell them no calling from jet engines. Thank you. You know, if my mom's calling in, she can probably can't even understand. <laughs> Look, uh, safety first, right? We don't want to get anybody struck by lightning, as he said. So, you know, that's good. But it's rare that I dump out of an interview early. But, I mean, there's not any one second more that that was going to extend. If I'm having trouble with it, I know you guys are brutalizing with it. And you're just not saying anything. You're being nice. So maybe uh, we can get Ryan Wade in a uh, less windy scenario or when he's home next time or whatever. Thanks, however, to Ryan for coming on. Bulldog Mountain Barbecue, uh, the winner of the 2016 Houston Livestock and Rodeo. And three spots. I forget who he said owns those. But those are like hot tickets. You, As he said, you can't roll up into Houston and compete that weekend if your heart desires. No, no. You got to be in the cool kids club card deal to get into that bad boy. All right, let's get out early so we can uh, figure out how much or of a disaster uh, Snake River Farms is going to be. It could only follow suit here tonight, folks. This one might not even make it to podcast. It's like it never happened. This could be the one where you had to tune in live because it never made it to podcast air. Cookshack manufactures smoker ovens for barbecue lovers with any amount of experience, whether you barbecue in the backyard or on the competition circuit or in five-star dining facilities cook shack has the unit that will do the job and with a full line of barbecue sauces spices pellets and wood chunks it's the perfect one-stop shop cook shack strives to be your barbecue resource center by offering cooking classes online recipes how-to videos two blogs smoking grilling 101s and a video cooking classroom Check out their website, cookshack.com, or follow them on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Pinterest, or Google+. Get the advice, share your passion for barbecue on their world-class barbecue form. Cookshack pellet-fired smokers are the choice of champs because they are winning and they are engineered by a champion, Ed Fast Eddie Marr. The FEC 100 and PG 1000 are always customer favorites. The PG 1000 can double as a smoker or a grill. 
low and slow or hot and fast, the pellet grill line gives you the most for your money. Cookshack residential electric smokers are number one in the industry. High quality means high durability and versatility. Anything you cook in an oven, you can make in a Cookshack. Passion and dedication drives Cookshack's manufacturing with quality always at the forefront. Get the best in barbecue since 1962 or call 800-423-0698. That's 800-423-0698. And again, visit the website cookshack.com. That's cookshack.com. And visit all of their different social media interests. Again, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest, Google+. Or they still have that uh, barbecue forum, which has been going like for decades, I believe. The Smoke and Oki still run the Cook Shack Barbecue Forum. Smoke and Oki. Smoke and Oki legend. Shout out, Smoke and Oki. All right, well, the, the uh, FEMA worker in me says abort the rest of the show and head for the hills. The passionate barbecue enthusiast says Anella Kelso will be up right after this break. Stick around. We'll be right back. Seven four four eight zero four three three to get on the air. Now here's your host, Greg Rampy. All right, welcome back. This portion of the show was brought to you by me and the Barbecue Roundup. That's right. The Barbecue Roundup Episode 3 will be out this Thursday at noon Eastern. You can subscribe to the Barbecue Roundup by subscribing to the podcast. If you don't subscribe to the podcast, you can uh, do that through iTunes or a number of other uh, podcast feed catchers. Just enter in the uh, feed and it'll uh, populate. Or you can just hit up my website at noon on Thursday. And you can get the latest edition of the Barbecue Roundup. Oh, it's fun and fantastic and pre-recorded, and I sound spectacular on it, if I do say so myself. All right, so uh, we'll go ahead and race over to the hotline and welcome back, uh, I say, the maven of Snake River Farms. She might say different. (laughs) Anella Kelso joins us here. Anella, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Uh, uh, look, I, I'm sure you haven't been listening to one second of the show, but I can tell you this. It has been a technical disaster. Wow. So I, you, I, I you're here to save the day. I heard the last segment. Oh, my Lord. I mean, the guy was out in a, a hang. He, I think he was at 30,000 feet, and he would just stepped outside to make the call. I mean, it was uh, absolutely crazy. <laughs> Nevertheless, well, you will redeem we'll the show. Better. That's right. You'll redeem the show for us, and I appreciate it. So uh, let's talk a little bit about something, I guess it's new for you guys this year, the Snake River Farms Challenge. Uh, that's new, right? That's something new this year? No, we actually, we've done it for two years. Okay, yeah. So uh, first, good, good for the me. The first year we only did one event. 
um, out in California. And then last year we did California, and then we also did the um, Colorado Rockies Invitational. And now this year we're expanding to five events. Initially, who conceptual like what was the what was the idea on bringing Snake River Farms Challenge to events? So we always we always get asked for sponsorships. We we get a lot of calls, a lot of emails. Um, we sponsor teams, and we kind of made the conscious decision to not sponsor teams, but to sponsor events and to sponsor education and classes. And you guys, I mean, you see a lot of that. I mean, um, we work with a lot of different teams who do classes, and we decided that we wanted to make it worthwhile for teams to use our product at events and kind of get our product in the hands that weren't always cooking them. And so I had a promoter call me and say, hey, do you guys want to sponsor our event? And we're like, how about we kind of do this special challenge? And so it's essentially you cook our brisket, you win bigger prizes. And so we throw down a 1000 extra dollars. And um, we work with gateway drum smokers to do custom SRF gateway drums. It's the only way you can get one of the SRF drums is to win it at a challenge. Uh, we worked with Yeti a little bit last year to, to also throw in some Yetis. And so this year we're kind of, we'd always done it before that like if the grand champion won, we gave the grand champion the bigger prizes. And we got a lot of feedback from teams last year that they really felt like it should be the brisket winner who, who wins the extra. And so um, this year, we've got four events locked down. We're looking for a fifth one on the East Coast. So if anybody's interested, uh, shoot me a message and let me know. Uh, it's essentially cook our product. You register for free, and you get that information through the promoter and on our website. And we do also post on the Brethren and stuff. And you cook SRF. If you win brisket, you get an extra $1,000 this year. We're kind of changing it a little bit. You get your choice between $1,000 cash or $1,500 store credit and a brand new gateway drum. So how, how is the so if I cook one of these four and I win, then mm-hmm. I'm, I have a one in four chance of being the ultimate winner because I, if I'm understanding correct, then those fours out of the highest the highest score would win out of those four? No, if you, so we have we have four different events. And if you win brisket at that event, yes, you win the extra money and you win the Whoa. drum smoker. Whoa! So you have four separate winners. We have four separate winners. Wow! Winners. Look at you! Wow! Very yeah. generous. Yeah. Yeah, and we like I said, we started in California, and then we kind of moved, you know, California, Colorado, and we kind. I personally kind of got a lot of grief. They're like, get out of the West Coast. <laughs> so. <laughs> We're kind of expanding, and really what it comes down to is the promoters call me, and they're like, hey, we'd love to have you come out. We'd love to have you be part of this. And so um, I can tell you if, I can tell you the four we've got right now. We've got um, Robert's Ranch Smoking Red Dirt Barbecue, April 15th and 16th in Enid, Oklahoma. We've got Masters in May in Ooh. April 30th through May 1st. That's the doubleheader up in Appleton, yeah. Wisconsin. It's Tim Shop's deal. We're going back. Yeah, yeah, we've got, um, we're actually going to do both of his, but we've got, between those, we've got the Horsetown Brewing Q, which is in Norco, California, June 3rd and 4th, and then we're going back to Green Bay for the Gold Ribbon Barbecue Fest, uh, July 8th and 10th, and I'm still, like I said, I'm still looking for an East Coast, something much more East Coast. Do you find or have the promoters said that 
once you have installed this Snake River Farms challenge, they've seen an uptick in teams trying to sign up for these particular events? Um, yes and no. I mean, we, we definitely have teams who we, we really have a really good turnout of teams who actually cook our stuff. And it's not always teams who always, I mean, we, we have a very, you know, obviously we have a very good following of folks who are always cooking our stuff. Um, in Colorado, I believe there were 80 teams last year and we had 68 out of 80 teams. And then in, or that was in um, California. And then at the Colorado Rockies out of 35 teams, we had 32 out of 35 teams cooking our stuff. And the other guys are just bringing whatever they bring, and and they just decide bring not to cook. Bring. Wow! And then if they win, then if you win, I mean, it, it. We actually were kind of faced with that problem in Colorado last year. Uh, the the team that won the whole thing didn't use our brisket, and I was like, Oh Lord, what am I going to do? I got this big old check, and I got this drum smoker, and so um, it actually goes to the top performing team using SRF. Wow! So even if you don't win, you still win. Yeah, wow. exactly. Um, do you remember what the team that won was using to cook their brisket with? I don't. I, I remember talking to him, though, and giving him grief. And um, if, if you're familiar with the Colorado Rockies Invitational, it's a big money. It's a big money competition. Oh, yeah. And um, he had never cooked SRS before. He had never cooked Wagyu at all before. And he said, you know, he goes, it was just too much money for me to risk it on something I had never cooked. And I totally get that and felt that. And then, um, yeah, I mean, we sold him one later to try. So it, it worked out well for everybody. So do you have them, like, available for sale at the event, or do you have to purchase in advance and, and bring your meat to the specific contest? You do everything in advance. So we have a, we have a website. We send, out, we send out all the information uh, to the teams via the promoter. And you just go out and you register or I cruise around on, you know, I cruise around on Thursday and Friday night and, you know, come and check and see and make sure that is what you're cooking. We take a lot of pictures. We use it, you know, for a social media tool. Um, I mean, any event that I've ever gone to, I mean, I think a lot of the teams, I mean, I try to get out and see all the teams. I mean, with the exception of the Royal and stuff like that, where there's just so many teams. Um, but even there, I see a lot of teams and, you know, I try to make sure that I talk to every single team and, um, see what you guys are doing. And, you know, I always show up after brisket turn-ins and try brisket. And so we really try to, we really try to step up our customer service game and just make sure that the teams know that, I mean, we know that you guys are busting ass out there every week and we're just there to support you doing it. Anella Kelso joining me here on the show. The website snakeriverfarms.com if you want to visit it. If you haven't visited yet, uh, check it out here while we're chatting it up a little bit here over the next couple minutes. Uh, so that's great. Snake River Farms Challenge is, is in for lockdown, looking for a fifth one on the East Coast. So, again, if you have uh, some insight or you would you know, like to enter in your East Coast contest for consideration, go ahead and get a hold of Anella. Is there a, an email address that they could do that or they just contact you through the website? Um, either or, and you can contact us through the website. You can also, it's just Anella, A-N-N-E-L-L-A, com. Easy enough. So, again, if you if you have a contest that you're thinking about or that you're throwing, uh, go ahead and uh, give her a call and shoot an email and see what you guys can hook up. Uh, so that's great. Um, one of the other events that you've sponsored here a couple of weeks ago was the guinea pig contest that's put on by Sterling Ball, and it's a kind of a, a move to a, a cost-controlled 
type of a competition and kind of bringing it back to the family a little bit. I know that's part of a vision of Sterling Balls, aside from kind of growing them across the country, if it makes sense. And you guys donated all of the meat, uh, the briskets, uh, for that portion. Is that a, an easy thing for you guys to get on board with? Is there some sell job that Sterling has to, to make with you guys in order to partner there? <laughs> There's a lot of conversations that go on. Uh, we This is the second year we've done the guinea pig, and the first year we did double R ranch brisket. This year we were fortunate enough to be, to be able to do Snaker or Farms brisket. Um, and then, you know, we also do Snaker or Farms for King of the Smoker. But guinea pig, the first, last year I wasn't able to go. This year I was able to, t- to attend. And I have to tell you, it is unlike any contest you've ever been to. It the the atmosphere is super cool and everybody just seems I don't know more relaxed. I mean, but the competition the you know the competition level is still super high and it's there. But you know we it's pretty cool like see these these coolers be open and you've got you know these gorgeous biscuits and this gorgeous pork and chicken and you know we did a hot dog to survive those and we did a big hot dog roast on. Um, Friday night we did. Uh, he had all the teams. He put up. They put out a note to all the teams to bring chili, and so everybody brought all these different chilies and desserts. And we had a great kids queue. We did the kids queue as well, which was like my favorite part of all of it. To watch these kids get so excited about about cooking, and so it's something that um, I, I think anyone who's ever been and been a part of it would agree that there's definitely a piece of the future in barbecue there. It's a great, it's a great contest. Anela Kelso joining me here on the show from Snake River Farms. So when you partner with an event like this, from a business perspective, you know, internally from Snake River Farms, like what's the win just to get the name out there? Or are you banking on a certain amount of residual or future sales? That's, I mean, a pretty substantial amount of meat uh, to to go ahead and uh, sponsor with. I think ultimately it's, to, I, I think it's just the, the heartbeat of barbecue. I, I think that it's it's giving back to uh, you know to, to that that sport that gives so much to us and and really just to be able to be a part of the families and to be a part of the event. It was this was my first time ever staying on site at an event, and so that was that was fun for me and a little bit different because Saturday morning I was like, well, guess my customers are going to see me in my pajamas. But it was it was cool to have that piece of it because you know you don't you don't see a lot of vendors who do that, and and so we really try to immerse ourselves into these into these events and into this culture, and become a part of it. And on that on the other side of that, provide a really great product that teams want to use. I don't have time to go over double our ranch meats. That was going to be it. That's the only thing left we have to do, so we're going to have to save it for uh, for another time. But uh, is there anything uh, special-wise or you know anything uh, going on at the SnakeRiverFarms.com website that everybody needs to go check out here before we chat it up again here in the next couple of weeks? I'm just saying you might want to watch out around tax day. We always, we always got some cool deals at tax day. And we've got some really cool um, mystery gift stuff coming up that, that we're going to be doing. So um, if you're not signed up for our emails, definitely do sign up for our emails. I know it's a lot of spam, but they really actually do. Like, I write them every week. They actually do come for me. If you reply, they actually come back. So, um, you know, sign up and give us a shout. Let us know what's going on and what you guys are looking for. 
By the way, Nella, uh, Patrick Paquette from the Basic Barbecue team won the uh, 16 to 14 pound uh, brisket that you had donated, so uh, he appreciates oh, that. Awesome. Uh, by the way, you can't get more East Coast than Patrick Paquette and the Basic uh, the Basic Barbecue team, so they might actually have a line on that uh, East Coast competition you might be looking for. So he's uh, he's a pretty good resource there. So I will get you his info, yeah, me, but me and Patrick, uh, we go way back. Yeah, he's we go, we go way back. He's so excited. He's sitting there in the chat room. He's gloating in front of everybody, or however you can gloat on a chat board. That's what he's doing. So he's very excited, <laughs> and uh, you know I appreciate the donation once again. And again, uh, SnakeRiverFarms.com dot com is the website. And next time it's double our ranch meats, double or nothing. Done. We can do it. All right, Anel. Thanks so much for coming on. Awesome. Thanks so much, Greg. There she is, Anella Kelsey. The maven of Snake River Farms. And again, the website, snakeriverfarms.com. Uh, folks, I don't know if what just happened, but we just pulled off a superior interview site. Zero issues. And my interview skills were sharp as a wit. I even know what that means. Oh right, yeah. Just because, um, just because Patrick lives in New England doesn't mean he's the only one on the East Coast. There's a whole thing that goes down. So, if you want to help her out, SnakeRiverFarms.com, or I believe she said it was Anella at SnakeRiverFarms.com. That's right, Patrick. Haters gonna hate. Shake it off. Shake it off. Ooh ooh ooh. Oh, I did that. All right, uh, we will step away, come back, wrap up the show, and get us to bed. A-S-A-F-P. So we got a couple minutes left, so if you want to weigh in on anything on the show, or if you want to call in over the next couple few seconds and uh, try your hand at can a seventh grader say it, one out of two for free Dave Bosca rub, butcher barbecue, you can do that too. Stick around. We'll be right back. advice on cooking brisket and ribs and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue it's the barbecue central show welcome back to 16220-0966 greg at the bbq central show.com your bits of contact info if you want to jump in 216-220-0966. Also, if you want to jump in here at the last waning minutes of the show and uh, give a try for Dave Boscus, you get four rubs. All four, not one of the four. You get all four rubs. Dan and Wachula was almost there for eight bottles of rub, but he pissed it all away on hierarchy. It happens. Thanks again to Anella Kelso for joining me. SnakeRiverFarms.com. That's SnakeRiverFarms.com. And again, thanks for 
donating that 14 to 16 pound brisket that Patrick Paquette won. Uh, that retails for 160 bucks. So a nice chunk of savings. By the way, I don't know where anybody else lives, right? But I'm going to go and look, I never put Cleveland up against anybody, right? I am going to put my weather today up over everybody else's 78 degrees on March 8th. 78 degrees on March 8th in Cleveland, Ohio. I win. I've won the weather lottery. All right, uh, let's go to the phone lines. Who's calling? Uh, it's Matt from Florida. All right, Matt from Florida. Is, are you calling in to play? Yeah, absolutely, sir. All right. You know how to play? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, I'll forego the intro since we're uh, running out of time. All right, Matt. It all comes down to this question. Maybe, if you get it right, right out of the box. This is for Dave Bosca's new rubs, a cherry rub, a chipotle rub, a special private double secret rub, and pecan, or pecan, or however the fuck you say it. (laughs) Can a seventh grader say the word thistle th thistle tricky e tricky th not a word you see a lot however it's my knowledge that this seventh grader has only missed one word this one seems extreme. i'm gonna give credit to, i'm gonna give credit to your breeding there greg i'm gonna say yes oh you're gonna give credit to my breeding Uh-oh. oh boy all right he says yes Lock them in. Four, four rubs from Dave Bosca's Butcher Barbecue at ButcherBBQ.com. Show me Thistle. Thistle. Wow. Look at you. Everybody's winning tonight, everybody. Yes, sir. Four rubs are heading Matt's way in Florida. Pecan, cherry, private reserve, double blend. Triple distilled for your pleasure. And pecan. What do you think, Matt? I really appreciate that, man. The butcher stuff is on point. I know, man. It's so good. Well, I can't believe that uh, we picked up uh, two out of three winners tonight. I don't know. uh, You're from Florida. Is there some place really called Wachula? Uh, Yeah, I'm not going to get involved in that story. (laughs) Okay, well, there you go. I just don't, like he says Dan from Wachula, but I don't even know if there's really a Wachula, Florida, or if I'm just getting played. But if there's yeah, really well, a Wachula. Yeah, hot Wachula story. I'm not getting involved in that one. All right, very good. All right, Matt, send me your shipping info. I'll get that off to Dave. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, sir. Yeah, thanks for calling in. That's uh, Matt from Florida, who is not touching, as he said. I'm not touching Dan from Wachula. All right, fair enough. I understand. He's an acquired taste, I guess. Is that what you call it? Acquired taste? Unfortunately, Patrick, not only has the code been broken, all of her words have now been exhausted. So we got to go back to the ninth grader. Whist sounds right. Whist? 
All right. All the way back in the first hour, we had Meathead Goldwyn join me for a segment live on remote at the National Barbecue Association. He was actually at a restaurant called Moxie's Kitchen. On its head. On its head, the concept was good. The planning was bad. The execution was poor. Nevertheless, then we played, uh, can a seventh grader say it, with uh, Dan from Wachula to win Dave Bosca's Butcher Barbecue Rubs. He had eight bottles in his hand, and then he pissed it all away. In the second hour, we talked with Ryan Wade from Bulldog Mountain Barbecue. The winner of the Houston Livestock and Rodeo Barbecue Cook-Off will come a couple weeks ago. Uh, struggling through wind. Uh, we dumped out a little bit early, but nevertheless, appreciate the time. And we ended it in spectacular fashion with Anella Kelso from SnakeRiverFarms.com. That's SnakeRiverFarms.com. And thanks again for donating the 14 to 16 pound brisket that retails 160 bucks. Patrick Paquette wins that one. Enjoy it. Hey, P. And Wendy. Until next Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, this is your program host and proud U.S. American Greg Rempe. And before I say it, September 11th, 2001, I will never forget. Good night now.